Well, good morning. It is Friday, the ninth day of February, and welcome to VCY Today. So glad you could join us. You know, it's amazing. It sounds, you know, it seems like I just said it's Monday, (laughs) and uh, that was several days ago here on the program, but uh, the week has gone by very, very quickly. We trust the the week has been a profitable week for you, and uh, we trust that the programming that you've heard on VCY America has caused you to draw closer to our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, and to learn more of Him, to hear from His Word, to be challenged, to make some life changes uh, in your life. Well, friends, uh, today's a special day for us here at VCY because today we get to honor another staff member. Uh, Justin Sorzinski is celebrating nine years with the ministry of VCY America. He began with us February 9th of the year 2015, Justin started out in our radio master control and, uh, and uh, what do you say, uh, is, is like a greenhorn, you know, brand new, a uh, new novice here uh, at VCY and uh, learned the master control room and handled it very, very efficiently and then came as an assistant to our operations manager. And, and Justin right now does serve in our operations with emphasis on our master control room uh, operations. And uh, we appreciate Justin and uh, his work in ministry here at VCY America. And uh, today marks nine years of his being with the ministry. And uh, friends, I know Justin, as well as the entire team, just appreciate your prayers for our staff, so many that are working behind the scenes, and uh, everyone so vital to the ministry here at VCY America. By the way, just outside our control room, uh, and this is something that uh, people usually remark when they are, are doing a walkthrough or tour or something of that nature, and we have this large picture wall and uh, kind of inquisitive, what, what is this? And uh, we mentioned that we have uh, a, something called Operation Snapshot, where we've invited our listeners to send in a picture of themselves and let us know that they're listening. Just send a picture, and we're posting all these pictures up on the wall. It's a massive wall, and uh, we'd like to encourage you to do that. Now, some of you are looking back and said, you know, we had all these pictures taken for Christmas. We didn't send them out in all the cards. We got some left. What do we do? Well, how about sending one to VCY America or uh, just uh, send a snapshot to us, uh, a photo. Let us know you're listening. And uh, we'll include your picture up on our picture wall as well with uh, many, many, many. I wouldn't dare to guess how many are up there because there is a lot. And uh, we would encourage you to do that. Uh, Just send it. Put it in an envelope. And uh, you can send it to Operation Snapshot. I hear care of VCY, 3434 West Kilbourne Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53208. Again, just send it to VCY, Market uh, Attention, Operation Snapshot, and uh, we'll know exactly what to do with the photograph. And uh, I wish I had one of myself, but we used it on the dartboard. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, you know, we're, we're looking for your photo to join the many others uh, here. That uh, And it's just a wonderful reminder of lives that are being impacted through VCY America programming. And uh, we'd like you to send yours uh, as well. And uh, sometimes people will send a contribution and put it in with their regular monthly donation. That's fine as well. Uh, a picture comes to the mail, uh, we'll know what to do with it. So, uh, again, that's Operation Snapshot. Well, we've had uh, some wonderful interviews on Crosstalk this week, and uh, one that was uh, rather fascinating was with Dr. Titus Kennedy the other day, the uh, Essential Archaeological Guide to Bible Lands. And I mentioned that because of what happened just yesterday. Yesterday, CBN had a story about a recent discovery of two Byzantine-era coin weights is pointing to the possibility of a Christian presence on the Temple Mount before 
the Muslim conquest of Jerusalem in the 7th century. That's according to an archaeological research journal. It's the Temple Mount Sifting Project. They announced last week the discovery of two unique Byzantine coin weights. The first is made of purple glass and bears the impression of a known imperial stamp, suggesting it was probably manufactured in the Byzantine capital, Constantinople. came to Jerusalem before the Muslim conquest, the organization describes. Uh, the uh, findings are rare. Uh, they belong to a series of previous discoveries from a, a sifting project that began in 2004. And according to All Israel News, the sifting project began an attempt to save tons of dirt and debris forcefully extracted by heavy trucks from the Temple Mount area and uh, thrown toward the walls of the old city. And and it's being said that this was uh, an Ill- illegal move by Muslims uh, for removing this dirt, but they are going through this dirt now and sifting it and finding rare things. They're more convinced than ever now that a church stood on the Temple Mount. Isn't that interesting uh, what archaeology is, is finding? Uh, and there are there are skeptics to the sifting project. Because how do you how you you know you're not taking it apart in layers? You know, like you spoke on the program the other day. But uh, it's amazing the finds that they're getting in this dirt that they're sifting that Muslims had removed from the Temple Mount. Just a reminder that book, Essential Archaeological Guide to Bible Lands. Uh, they have that at half off all month long at the VCY bookstore, and uh, you can take advantage of that at vcy.com. That's vcy.com or one triple eight seven two two four eight two nine. Uh mentioned Islam just a bit ago. It's Friday, and that means uh, Usama Dakdak uh, uploads his uh, a, a program on Islam dealing with a number of current events uh, that's revealing the truth about Islam. You'll hear that program at 12.30 Central Time today, and trust that will be a, a help and blessing to you. Crosstalk today, we're planning for a news roundup broadcast, and uh, Sandy's been gathering stories through the course of the week. And uh, just a reminder to uh, uh, stay tuned and be informed on many, many different critical issues. We've got a lot of different topics and stories that we plan to be sharing with you on Crosstalk. So much taking place. Uh, in the legal realm across this nation with court hearings and so forth, some very critical decisions to come forth. Uh, Yesterday, the United States Supreme Court uh, hearing uh, the case out of Colorado, whether or not uh, former President Trump can be on the ballot uh, for being elected as president again. And uh, the justice is very, very skeptical of what came out of the state of Colorado. Uh, We understand their decision is going to come sooner rather than later, just due to the implications of this. And uh, there are many other states that are looking to uh, withhold his name from the ballot. So uh, this uh, case will have uh, a great impact on that very issue. And uh, trust you'll be praying, be praying for the justices as they render their decision that it would be done with with, uh, integrity, that it would be done according to the rule of law and uh, according to our Constitution. And uh, that would be wonderful. And uh, other matters are are pending here, too, before the court. And uh, I know it's uh, important for us to be praying uh, for those who are in authority that we might lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. And that is something very, very good to do. A reminder of the uh, upcoming 
uh, primaries and, and so forth coming up. Uh, South Carolina on February 24th, the Republican primary taking place. Michigan, are you listening? Uh, your election just a few weeks away for the presidential primary. By the way, in Wisconsin, there is a primary, uh, not for the the presidential race yet, but just for uh, local issues like mayors and aldermen, perhaps school board, referenda questions. That's coming up on Tuesday February 20th in the state of Wisconsin, uh, but the presidential primary in Wisconsin will not be until April. Um, but uh, South Carolina on the 24th, Michigan the 27th, your presidential primary. And then uh, then there is the presidential caucus uh, for Idaho and uh, Missouri on the 2nd of March. North Dakota on the 4th of March. Alabama uh, the uh, 5th of March. And as well as a host of other states uh, for Super Tuesday, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, and Virginia. And uh, this is a very, very significant day uh, for uh, leading up to the 2024 November election. Be in prayer. Be in prayer, even that Christians would be informed and would recognize the importance of the stewardship of their vote. Friends, I'd like to um, challenge you in the matter of prayer this morning. The story is told of a minister who went to his usual prayer meeting and found nobody present. He began tolling the church bell. Presently, a dozen people came running to ask who was dead. The church, replied the minister, as he continued to toll the bell. Someone once said that some people will sow their wild oats all week, then go to church on Sunday and pray for a crop failure. You know, we've got to think about that aspect and... and, uh, Know that we are not just believers on Sundays and to live the Christian life on Sundays, but throughout the week as well. Came across this obituary in the, uh, for what was uh, uh, copied from the Sedine paper. I'm not sure what the Sedine paper is, but they say we note in the free will echo that Mrs. Prayer Meeting is dead. In the belief that friends of the deceased might be interested, we reprint the death notice. Mrs. Prayer Meeting died recently at the First Neglected Church on Worldly Avenue. Born many years ago in the midst of great revivals, she was a strong, healthy child, fed largely on testimony and Bible study, soon growing into worldwide prominence. She was one of the most influential members of the church family. For the past several years, Mrs. Prayer Meeting has been failing in health, gradually wasting away until rendered helpless by stiffness of knees and stiffness of knees and coldness of heart inactivity and weakness of purpose and willpower at the last she was a shadow of her former happy self her last whispered words were in, in, uh, inquiries rather concerning the strange absence of her loved ones now busy in the marts of trade and places of worldly amusement Experts, including Dr. Works, Dr. Reform, and Dr. Joyner, disagreed as to the cause of her fatal illness. They administered large doses of organization, socials, contests, and drives, but to no avail. A postmortem showed that a deficiency of spiritual food, coupled with a lack of faith, heartfelt religion, and general support were contributing causes. Only a few were present at her death, sobbing over memories of her past beauty and power. In honor of her going, the church doors will be closed on Wednesday nights, except the third Wednesday of each month, when the Ladies' Pink Lemonade Society serves refreshments to the men's handball team. That uh, copied, and with the final question being asked, do you attend prayer meeting regularly? Think about it, friends. 
the importance, the power. I remember uh, Peter Dynica of uh, Slavic Gospel Association. Much prayer, much power. Little prayer, little power. No prayer, no power. One other note, uh, something that was in the perspective on this topic. Uh, it was early in the school prayer debate that a senator was asked to speak at the annual men's banquet in a local church. During dinner, the subject of school prayer precipitated heated discussion. When the senator was introduced, he said, Before I speak, I'd like to ask two questions. First, how many of you believe that we should have prayer in the schools? Well, as far as the senator could tell, every man raised his hand. Second question, how many of you pray each day with your children at home? Very few hands went up. What is it with us when we demand and expect conduct from secular institutions when we fail to maintain it in our homes and in the church? Prayer in schools daily, rarely if ever in the home? For the matter, how is the midweek prayer meeting doing in your church, they ask. Something to think about and uh, to contemplate on this matter. And, and uh, we know that the matter of prayer meetings are dying off in a number of churches. Many times churches that have three services a week, you'll find uh, your main Sunday morning attendance. For Sunday evenings, that attendance cut in half. And sometimes that uh, attendance for Wednesday night is cut in half again or, or even smaller than that. But the importance of being in God's house of worship. You know, they came together in prayer, the proclamation of the word, the breaking of bread, the singing of hymns. We see the example coming from the early church. And friends, we know that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Let's be faithful in our efforts to be in prayer. And let's be faithful in encouraging our pastor in this regard as well. And to uh, be there even as an example to our families and our homes. Oh, don't go demand prayer in schools when you're not doing it in your home. Our time has gone this morning here on VCY Today. We thank you for stopping by for our morning visit. We'll see you back at 2 o'clock Central Time for Crosstalk. And may you have a blessed day in the Lord.